Welcome to Curtain Jerks here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Mark Borzeka. I'm Scott Narver. I'm breaking out. Boy, do we have a switcheroo. Scott Narver is here, and Steve Sears is... Steve is not here. He is. Well, Steve is physically in the room with us. He's in proximity. Hey, guys! Shut the fuck Jesus, up! Jesus, Steve. Yeah. We can see him, you can hear him, but he's not going to be on the show today because... I insist on being here, and I want my time without Steve. Yeah, by the way, Scott, can you go away for long periods of time and only sporadically appear on the show? Nah, can we okay, arrange, I'll can do we that. Arrange that? Okay. Sure. And, um, I mean, but on a gig. On a gig. You're working, for goodness sake. Right, so. I have to keep the uh, the idea going that we're all professional comedians. <laughs> <laughs> While some of us are. <laughs> and the uh, But Steve is buried in a project that we cannot talk about. It's a top-secret Hollywoodish t- project that he's working on. And he he's will working not on his us- new stand-up set. <laughs> he will not allow us to say what it is. But he's- Did you notice that? <laughs> he, and the pillows in that room are responding just like an audience does to his jokes. But we've got another great review show for you. Uh, here on the show today, and uh, you, we've done a bunch of review shows so far, and we've always had a good time. Well, we started out reviewing things we really hated, and then we started reviewing good things, things that we like. But this is the first time we've ever done anything like this. Uh, Scott has in his possession the VCR WWF WrestleMania game, uh, which was which was put out which was put out between WrestleManias four and five. Yeah. actually, WrestleManias four and five, and you've had this ever since you were a kid, right? Yes, ever since I was a kid, my brother and I used to play it all the time. We had a bunch of the VCR games. We had the football one, we had the basketball one, uh, we had the boxing one. But this was our favorite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you hadn't played it in years and years, right? <laughs> years and years and years. So you brought this over. We we, we busted it out at my. I found an old VCR. You have to have a VCR to play this game. That's right. You can't play this on DVD. Mark is one of the three that are still available. <laughs> you can get VCRs for like 20 bucks at Walmart now. Or from me. I'll sell them cheaper. <laughs> I got three at home. I'll, Ten. Scott can I'll finally use that VCR repair degree he's got. <laughs> so we, we busted out an old VCR I had. No remote control, by the way. No. I don't have a remote for this thing, but we busted it out. We set up the game, and the first thing you guys learned was, well, only two people can play the game at a time. Yes. Yeah. So Scott and Brett, you you took each other on. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. And uh, the second thing that we learned, it's impossible to play. This game is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> the directions made absolutely no sense to three grown men. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We could not figure. I'm speaking about us. Yes. <laughs> Shut up, Steve. Don't sit back there and laugh. He's you're laughing at his to own be on the jokes. Show. Um, so, anyways, airplanes are big. <laughs> The directions were completely convoluted and confusing, but we managed to figure it out and play the game. This made me concerned, though, that my brother, uh, he's older than me. He's four years older. It makes me worried that uh, all those years ago that he would just explain to me how the game would work and then constantly beat me, just going, oh, yeah, I pull this card, I roll this die. Oh, you go back 10 spaces, and I win. Yeah, I think your brother might have been <laughs> I think he might have done that you. You were taken advantage of. When we were very little, my sister and I, our parents took us to Disney World. We were like two and three years old, and we wanted to meet all the Disney characters, you know? that they're, we, we thought they'd be walking around everywhere, that they'd be all over the park, but they're mm-hmm. kind of not. They're not out there mm-hmm. as much as you think. And so we had bought these Disneyland uh, uh, autograph books because we expected to get all the characters' autographs. Do they have each individual pages, like Mickey has a page? Daisy no, it wasn't page. that specific. It was just okay. blank pages. And but you know, we did we only met like two characters, two costume characters. So we only got two autographs. So my sister and I were really sad. 
Geppetto so, and Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we woke up in the morning, and our and our the next day, and our parents said, "Look, your autograph books are all full of autographs." <laughs> we we found out once you went to sleep at night. We found out where all the costume characters, where they all go to sleep, where all the Disney characters go to sleep at night. We found their house, and we waited out there, and we got all their autographs. Your father kicked in their door. <laughs> <laughs> so we you go- wake the hell up and you <laughs> sign this book for my kid. So our autograph book was just put the gun away. It was. Was packed with these autographs and we flipped out we couldn't believe it and literally my sister and i were teenagers like grown-ups getting i was moving out of my parents house going through old stuff and found this autograph book and we were like oh my god that's our dad's writing and all the <laughs> like we believed it for like years i thought you were gonna say that you were teenagers when this happened no no we were very young yeah all right you anyways shut up back there this game was made by Acclaim Entertainment. Acclaim Entertainment. They also make the VCR, as you mentioned, the VCR NFL quarterback, <laughs> basketball, hockey, and golf games, which we saw trailers for before the WWF VCR WrestleMania game started. They it's, made the Nintendo game of old. The uh, yeah, they like still the make one. video games to this day. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they Acclaim was making the the, the WWF du- game and the right. WrestleMania game. Like yep. it was really, really. I had the quarterback game. It started with some clips of the old Saturday Night's uh, main event with the old Saturday Night's main event theme song and some clips of different wrestlers. It was like an intro video that you had to play. And then, uh, Scott, you, you were instructed to via the instructions. Yep. And you, Although we were supposed to, uh, once we set up the board, we were supposed to consult the owner's manual for the VCR. Yeah. Which we couldn't do. We had to skip that skip, uh, step entirely. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. That owner's manual has been gone since <laughs> 1992, I think. But the... Uh, but, but so but one of you was a red pawn and one of you was a blue pawn. I was a red right? pawn. Okay. Blue pawn. And this is important to the game. So Brett was uh, red and Scott was blue. And this is important to the game. So basically you roll the dice, you move around the board, you pick some cards. It's very convoluted. Eventually we figured it out. For a VCR game, yes. Yes. <laughs> but the first thing that you had to do was each pick an interview card. Mm-hmm. It instructed you each to pick an interview card and read what was on the card as if it was being said by your favorite wrestler. And we did this. We were loyal to this rule. And uh, so Scott and I picked who we would be representing throughout the game. And I picked that I would be Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. And Scott, who did you pick? I picked that I was the Hunk Dunk Man. All right, so, we've, we've got the cards here right now. Let's read a couple. So this is Hulk Hogan, <laughs> promo, Honky Tonk Man response. Rebuttal. You'll be in the eye of the hurricane when you meet me, brother. It's thunder and lightning all over you. We'll talk is cheap, and it doesn't win matches, baby. <laughs> Yours was short. Get, yours was really short. Can I pick one and do it as a generic wrestler voice? Yes, please. This as, would be like if, one of the characters drawn on these cards. Or <laughs> yeah, or this would be like if I became a wrestler. This might be my wrestler voice. Almost every character <laughs> illustration is of a gay biker. By the way, uh, would we call you Generzeka? Here's my interview card. When you mess with the best, you end up like the rest. That's it. That's oh, my whole that's interview. Generic. That that's sounded like interview. that. Uh, well, Steve, knock it off. That sounded like that jumping Jeff guy from all those promos that we uh, put on our uh, Facebook page. I want one more. I want one more. I feel ripped <laughs> oh, off. You, you wanna, I want to go again. With the wrong guy. This one's a little longer. Time. You oh, think no. that it's going to be a party in the ring? Well, I'll be the one to spoil it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I hate spoiled parties. Please Will you do it. one as Andre the Giant? <laughs> okay, I'll try. Here, take I've a never, sack of marbles and put them in your mouth. I've never attempted to do an Andre the Giant impression before, so I don't know how this will go. 
I'll be on you so fast that you won't have a chance to start. That was my Andre the Giant, everyone. That was pretty good. Uh. So basically, look, to boil down this game to its most basic parts, <laughs> um, it, you guys roll dice, you move around the board. Scott, Everyone... will you do one as Wendy Richter? <laughs> Just do a line of blow. When you meet me, you better have your insurance policy paid up because you're going to have to use it after I get done with you. <laughs> you. You roll dice. You move around the board. You're trying to get to the end of the board where you win the WWF championship. Uh, you know what? I pull an offense card right now on your mark. Uh, I pull suplex plus 10. Okay. And there's offense cards. There's offense cards and counter move cards that you can pull as you're going along. But you, every once in a while as you're moving around the board, you land on a spot that says VCR. And if it says VCR, then you consult your VCR owner's <laughs> manual, <laughs> and you press play on the VCR, and it shows you a clip. One of three matches. It shows you a clip of two wrestlers wrestling from WWF, and, it, and at the end, it awards points based on how the match went. So the red player gets a certain number of points, and the blue player gets none or a certain number of points, and then you move that many Places forward on the board. Yes, the points uh, equal spaces in the game. So you're moving forward or backward spaces. <laughs> yeah. It's our see. We've already losing people because this game is so convoluted. The listeners are going, "I hate this game already." <laughs> I no, no, no. The whole to make segment it segment of us just reading the instructions. Oh god. <laughs> to clear to make it even more clear, as it was for us, that uh, when they show the wrestler's name on the screen, when you pl- press play, it'll say like Brutus the Barber Beefcake, red. But it says Brutus Bar Beefcake dash red, so it's a minus sign. Oh, and then you're when you are then, this. well, yeah, because it's <laughs> this is how confusing it was for us. So you see that, and then Brutus Bar Beefcake gets points, and then you see that at the end it says Brutus the Barber Beefcake uh, dash five. So it looks like it says minus. minus five when he got the move in, but it, it wasn't. It meant go ahead. Yes, which it took us it took us another five minutes to figure that out. But you know who you're rooting for. So at the beginning, if you're the red player, you know that I'm rooting for Brutus the Barber Beefcake in this clip, even though you don't want to. And if you're the other, (laughs) hey, Brad and I used to love Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yeah, you guys did. You guys were cutting each other's hair while we were playing the game. Greg the Hammer Valentine. Anyways, the first clip, the very first VCR clip that we watched was Brutus the Barber Beefcake knocking down Greg the Hammer Valentine with a big (coughs) knee lift. Mm-hmm. That's it. They're very short clips. Devastating. That was a six-point knee lift. Yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about what some of the other clips were as we went through the VCR game. Uh, it, the uh, oh, the, after another 15. <laughs> this is what I actually wrote. After another 15 minutes of three grown men trying to figure out the directions, <laughs> Brett, Brett landed on VCR, and then we watched Hogan versus DiBiase. Hogan versus Great. DiBiase. A short clip. Of Hulk Hogan versus Teddy Yes. And these these clips were kind of uh, interesting because some of them were from oh, their famous clips. Some of them were like from WrestleMania 4, mm-hmm. from WrestleMania 3, from Saturday Night's Main Event. And some of them were like from random house shows. Yeah, or the MSG show or like the Madison Square Garden show. Yeah, and the one, <laughs> uh, the one that they kept showing of Hogan versus DiBiase had a... Th- a three-person announcing booth with three people that none of us have ever heard before in our lives, and we have no idea who the announcers were. Well, it's uh, Ted DiBiase, <laughs> And there was a woman. One of the announcers was a woman. I know. In that day and age, unbelievable. In this day and age, unbelievable. 
Moment of silence. <laughs> All right. State of wrestling. A moment of, moment of silence for sexism who, in professional wrestling. In this, okay, who would you have as a woman commentator? Uh, Nobody. I don't want to listen to women. Not even Vicky Guerrero? Oh, because no. you couldn't, you wouldn't see her. She'd be heard not seen. I'd love to have Vicky Guerrero just screaming in my ear all through a raw. <laughs> she'd, be, she'd be less annoying than Michael Cole, I'll tell you that. That's true. Um, no, I'm sure plenty of women could be great play-by-play and color commentary. Brett, right, would you, do you have a choice for a lady commentator? Miss Elizabeth. Uh-oh. What about Mae Young? You think Vince hasn't thought of that? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> that stupid bitch! <laughs> um... Then the next clip was actually a clip with a promo. It had a Hulk Hogan promo being interviewed by Mean Gene backstage. This was from a Saturday Night's main event. And then the match was Hulk Hogan versus Harley Race. And I think, if my memory serves me correctly, I think this was Harley Race's last match ever. I think this is the match he went out on. where He took that big stomach bump across the table and never wrestled again. I think. Your finger is up. One of our listeners, One of our listeners might be... Might be able to correct Substantiate me. Substantiate that. Yeah, and uh, and let us know on our Facebook or on our Twitter. See King how, Harley Race. Slip those Facebook and Twitter plugs in, guys. Yeah, slip it smooth. What do you think of that, Steve? Now, oh, whatever. The classic heel move of the '80s is to uh, turn somebody's hair bleach blonde. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Harley Race, bleach blonde hair. At this point, when he was the king, after you know he was already a wrestling legend, NWA champion for years and years. Mm-hmm. But once he came in and dyed that hair bleach blonde, yeah, yeah. that's how you knew. Force to be reckoned with. <laughs> that's how you knew. Shit had changed. All right. Uh, then the next VCR clip was Andre the Giant versus Jim Duggan from like a house show somewhere. Yeah. One of the greatest matches that had not been seen in full and still wouldn't be allowed to be seen in full because of this VCR game. And what a shame. I have to substantiate Hulk Hogan in that recent interview that he did. Andre did look like he was close to 970 pounds. <laughs> Andre just kicked the shit out of Jim Duggan in this clip, actually. Kept choking him. He just choked him nonstop to the point. Brett, at one point you were like, how high is the referee counting to? (laughs) There was no break on four with that one. Andre's just choking and choking. Next up was Rick Rude versus Jake Roberts. This was a clip from WrestleMania 4. And this was, if if I'm correct, you know, Rick Rude had those tights on, those pink tights. With uh, a picture of Cheryl Roberts, Jake Roberts' wife, on his ass. Because that's what the storyline was. That Rick Rude was trying to hook up with Cheryl Roberts. And Jake Roberts had turned babyface and was fighting to defend his wife's honor. Well, she had uh, cocaine in her purse. That's what it was. Uh, you know what? I'm pulling a counter move right there, Brett. Uh, grab ropes, counter any move, three or less. I think it's time for another okay, interview card. Out. Somebody pull one of these interview cards. All right. I think we have to assign the wrestler to them. Vince McMahon. I want to hear your Vince McMahon. Okay. You have two chances to beat me. Slim and... <laughs> okay. Then... At this point, we realized we were playing the game wrong the whole time and still <laughs> hadn't figured out the directions. And you have to win two out of three. And you're supposed to win this game two out of three times to, be, to, win, the, to win the full game. It was a two yeah. out of three falls game. They have the, all those two <laughs> out of three falls championship matches that occur. Yeah, right. Yeah, because there's such a precedent in WWF for um, two out of three fall matches. Which should let you know right off the bat, this game goes by rather quickly. Yeah, it goes by fast. And the whole thing was to win the championship belt that had not been 
that particular model of belt had not been in service since just after WrestleMania 2. In service. <laughs> uh, that Well, finally we figured it out, and Brett won the first fall. Brett yes. won the first game. He beat you, Scott. Yeah, politics. What? Yeah, it's politics. He was Hogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. I got a huge backstage push. There were lots of clips of this semi-famous match between the Honky Tonk Man and the late Macho Man Randy Savage from Saturday Night's Main Event. That was a famous match they had. Uh, where Afterwards, Hulk Hogan got involved, and that helped to form the uh, Mega Powers. And Macho Man took the guitar shot, the skull. Yeah. yeah. But I, seeing Honky Tonk Man, I was reminded of a... Um, uh, I was reminded of a, when I was working on independent shows back in the day, which I did for, for a while before I started doing comedy. One of the things I would do is I would ring announce shows, and sometimes I would run backstage. But one of my coolest uh, duties I got to do was I would pick the wrestlers up from the airport when they would fly in wrestlers from out of town. And Honky Tonk came in and, and worked a bunch of shows that, uh, that I was working on. And so I picked up Honky Tonk Man one time from the airport. So, uh, well, actually, I picked him up from his hotel to drive him to the show. But um, I, <laughs> I went into the lobby of the hotel. This is a Fairfield Inn in Romulus, Michigan. Luxurious. Yep. And I went into the lobby of the hotel, and I'd picked up wrestlers a lot before. And uh, On your spare time? Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time it was part of a job duty. But uh, I, I, went in, uh, I went in the lobby, and Honky Tonk Man's just sitting there. And he looks pretty weird in real life because he's, like, dressed like a normal human being. But he's still got, like, that fucking pompadour. pompadour. Yeah, he's got the pompadour and the giant sideburns. <laughs> so it's like when you see him outside of the gimmick, like, when he's not in the jumpsuit and the tights, you're like, what is this dude's story? <laughs> you know, he looks like a lunatic. So, anyways, he's just sitting in this lobby. And um, I'm like, hey, I introduced myself. And he's got this big cup of coffee. And I go, we got to go, you know, because we have to get to the show. And he goes, no, 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 it's all right. And I go, no, we got to go. And he's like, no, 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 just sit down. Just sit down. Why don't you get some coffee? And I go, I'm okay. I'm good. And he goes, no, 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 get some coffee. I got a whole cup of coffee here. I want to drink my coffee. So I go, okay. I go and get a coffee. But I'm like, you know, I'm 19. I'm nervous. I got to get him to the show. The promoter's waiting for us. We're sitting there just drinking. He's drinking his coffee. And we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. And suddenly this kid comes in the lobby, maybe 16, 17 years old. And um, he doesn't come up to the desk. He doesn't get a room or anything. He just comes in the lobby, <coughs> looks at, like, the sightseeing brochures for a second, and then he turns to us, looks at Honky Tonk Man, and goes, Hey, whoa, you're the Honky Tonk Man. Hey, wow, the Honky Tonk Man, right? Aren't you the Honky Tonk Man? And he's like, yes, yes, I am. And he's like, can I have an autograph? And Honky goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He signs the autograph. And the kid leaves, and Honky just looks at me like, do you see how famous I am? People know who I am. He just looks at me, and then he goes, okay, let's go. And, what? And we get up and we leave. And I I always thought it was a little fishy, but it wasn't until years later, like, seeing what a worker honky-tonk man and all these YouTube videos and stuff he does. I'm convinced he paid somebody to come in that – he paid that kid to come in the lobby and, and ask him for an autograph. I think the whole thing was a work. I thought for you, in his defense – I would, yeah. have, I would have thought he just decided he wasn't leaving the lobby till somebody recognized him. <laughs> that could have been the case. Yeah. All right. Back to the game. It's my Honky Talk wow. Man story, guys. When, how come we don't have him on the show? Yeah. Are, you guys, are you on are, his ass whooping list? I, I don't know. I probably. I got heat with him. I got heat with Honky oh, Talk Man. Oh, man. I want to uh, make that ass whooping list someday. Um, the, uh, also, we saw a clip oh, of the. I think happened? it's time for another interview. Okay. Another interview card. I would say, uh, uh, Brett, if you could do this as Jake the Snake Roberts. 
<clears throat> Action speaks louder than words. And I'll prove to you that when we meet in the ring. Okay. It's open-ended. And <laughs> <laughs> there's a ellipses on the end of it. Can I do another one as Andre? Yes, All please. Right. It's time to shovel the card, <laughs> and I'll be the one holding the ace of spades. My Andre. That's, I'm working. I'm still developing it. That's pretty good. I'm still Very developing good. it. Uh, then we saw some more clips. Of what We saw the one-man gang versus Bam Bam Bigelow from WrestleMania Four. Two big men that moved really well, even in short clips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bam Bam. Boy, he was one of my favorites back in the day. We also saw Hulk Hogan... The, actually, the second match between the two of you, Brett and Scott, was decided by this VCR clip, Hulk Hogan versus the natural Butch Reed. Butch Reed, who had, had been a long time, he had been Hacksaw Butch Reed, uh, he, and then he came to WWE, also dyed his hair, bleached it blonde. Called the natural, then. And, and called the natural Butch Reed. I was sure he had it. I was sure. Uh, Hulk Hogan won, which means Brett won two games in a row. Brett destroyed you, Scott, at the WWF VCR WrestleMania uh, game. I'm pulling the counter move. VCR. Going to the VCR. And uh, since the game was such a nightmare to play, we just said, let's just watch through all the rest of the clips. And I was trying to type down what the clips were as we were shooting through the rest of them. So we saw Jim Duggan versus Ted DiBiase. The Hart Foundation versus Strike Force, which made us really pine for the old oh. tag teams. Yeah, the tag fantastic. teams of old. Mm-hmm. Guys, come on. There's no tag teams like that anymore. Wait, keep going. No. There's more tag team combinations that we need to say. Oh, we saw Coco Beware versus Dino Bravo. Steve Coco was Beware very confused. He walked into the room. favorite wrestler. And then thought uh, Dino Bravo was Coco Beware. Yep. Ted DiBiase versus Randy Savage from WrestleMania 4. Hogan versus the One Man Gang. And Hogan, yeah. believe it or not, in this short clip was carrying One Man Gang through the, through the whole thing. <laughs> one Man Gang was clueless. Uh, Ted DiBiase versus Bam Bam Bigelow from a house show in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. And Bam Bam had Sir Oliver Humperdinck with him. He was one of a rare babyface manager in WWF back in the day, Sir yeah. Oliver Humperdinck. We saw a clip of the Ultimate Warrior versus Harley Race. Who would have thought those two guys ever wrestled? Who would have thought they should have wrestled? <laughs> Poor Harley Race. Jesus. Boy, he Twilight sold of his career everything. getting Wait. stiffed by the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> yeah, you think that Hogan match put him away. I think it was that Warrior match. And <laughs> he was just running on fumes. The Dynamite Kid. Well, this was actually the Islanders versus the British, British Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Come on. There's no Fantastic. tag teams like this anymore. No. I mean, we got some good tag teams in uh, in Impact Wrestling. Beer Money's great. Yes. Motor City Machine Guns, great. I even enjoy Ink Ink because it's so crazy and weird mm-hmm. that they just run with it. Mm-hmm. And um, Hulk, uh, what else did we see? Oh, George the Animal Steel was in a couple clips. Versus. Versus. In, in one of them, versus One Man Gang. In the other clips, it was like some random jobber whose name I didn't even write down. Jobber Steve McGee. Sears. Steve, are you about to join us for the rest of this show? Hey guys. Oh, brother, you done with your important work? I'm done with my important work. You can't tell us what it is? I can't tell you what it is. We can say it's Hollywood related. It's a big surprise for you guys. No, it's not. It's a big surprise for you guys. I know what it is. But George the Animal Steel was. It's not reality uh, television, though, right? God, no. Yeah, that would be awful if you worked in reality television. How, how about some more? We saw some more great tag team clips. Strike Force versus Demolition. Whoa! <laughs> Fantastic. I just yeah. heard it. The Rougeos versus the Heart Foundation. 
think about how great that how great the depth that they had in the tag team roster over this period of a few years. Strike Force, Howard Foundation, Islanders, British Bulldogs, Rujos, Demolition. To be fair, McGillicuddy and Otunga are Are now their own unit. They have their own trunks. They have their own music. Nexus is dead. And they are the cream of the crop Long because they are David the tag and team Michael. champions. Long live so, David and Michael. Yeah, that is a good wait, tag team. You remember how the song goes, right? Yeah. David, David and Michael, here they are. But really, are they going to be tag team champions? They are. They are. Who knows anymore? Yeah, yeah, Who knows anymore who the tag team champions are? David O'Toole. Forever. They're forever tag team champions. They were. They were. Whoever takes it off I think Vince made them the honorary tag team champions, even if the belts are on somebody else. Yeah. Yes, they should be the all-time tag team champions. They've earned it. Whoever they say, like, oh, yeah, these guys are... Ch-. No, they're not. The real tag team champions are forever McGillicuddy and Otunga. Or David and Michael. Mm-hmm. Because that's how their their entrance... They, D&M. It, it says David and Michael, and then on the sides, Otunga and McGillicuddy. How about this one? Stupid. Outlaw Ron Bass versus Jim it Duggan. Stupid, I don't know what they're machines. doing. These are two men you never want to see wrestle, especially against each other. The battle of who can pull their trunks up higher. <laughs> Those who are won? guys. I mean, I'm not sure who won. It might have been a Rob draw. Bass, Those are guys you could talk shit to in a bar, run away, and get away. Here's a <laughs> here's a match you even worse. Come back to the bar, buy another beer. By the by the, the end of the bar, they're just uh, oh, that kid runs fast. Well, I'll get you. How about Hercules versus the Ultimate Warrior? How about it? How about yeah? <laughs> How I about no? Hercules. I, I thought Hercules bum, was awesome. Ba-da, Which ba-da, one's stronger? Ultimate Warrior is harder and stronger. That was Hercules' music. Can you read the next match as Andre the Giant? Greg the Hammer Valentine. No, we saw two. Actually, through these clips, we saw the same finish twice. This was a popular yeah. finish back in the day. The first I was in the room when you guys were watching. I just wasn't watching. Great, thanks, Steve. All right, counter move. No, Steve. but I, I know move, how excited you opponent were. Opponent must move dice roll. So there. And the uh, the the move the finish is this. And the first time we saw it, it was involving Greg the Hammer Valentine. So a wrestler would put his opponent in a back to belly suplex. They both go backwards into the suplex. It's a pinning move. Both wrestlers have their shoulders down, but the guy who's actually taking the move. Puts his shoulder up at the last second, and the guy who executed the move accidentally loses. This you don't see this finish much anymore, but it was done a lot back. That in was the a day. perfect explanation of how to do it. Really? Oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I'd I'd love now to explain it, it again is <laughs> the two wrestlers. <laughs> All right, that's a mistake. Uh, you know, was, Forty-seven beers in. Another time when I was working, uh, when I was working independent shows, Greg Valentine was on the show, and sometimes he would have me tell the wrestlers their finishes, which was always like a dicey position to be in because wrestlers would get pissed and argue with you about the finishes and shit. And Greg Valentine was on the show, and I, and he, this exact finish that we saw him do came up because I went up to him. He was wrestling the champion of the promotion, who was called whose name was Skull Gantz. That was his name, Skull Gans. Huge star. He's now a huge star. And Skull Gans... Isn't that a medical condition? <laughs> yes. It's, it's a, like a it's rash a, it, on your upper thighs. <laughs> it results in a unicorn horn. Mom, I need help. I got Skull Gans. So I go up to Greg the Hammer Valentine and say, here's the finish. Uh, you guys will do this and that and boom, boom, boom. And then Skull Gans is going to pick you up in his, in his pile driver, which is his finisher. He's going to drop you, roll on top. One, two, three. 
And Greg Valentine goes, nope, we're not going to do that. <laughs> I said, okay. And he goes, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to put him in a back-to-belly suplex. I'm going to suplex him back. Ref's going to go one, two. He's going to put his shoulder up. I'm not going to, and that's how I'm going to lose. And I said, okay, I'll go tell him. <laughs> how, how is that better to make it... It's like, better because it looks more. It's not such a it clean seems cut technical. victory. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. but then and Valentine's not a, an idiot. Not a loss. No, it, because it's it's like the person, the the referee. Like it's it's all arbitrary at that point. I'm getting so worked Boy, up about it. I can't I've even never, explain. I, like your eyes you, didn't cross, but they went like away from <laughs> each other. I had a stroke real quick. Uh, but the idea of it is, is it's a very it's an arguable finish, and there's controversy, and it's not. Him right. taking somebody's How did Gantz yeah. feel Getting being mired in controversy? He right? didn't care at all. He was thrilled to be working Greg Valentine. He'd do whatever Working finishing. with? Working saying, with and going over. He was going to beat him. Yeah. He said, whatever you want to do. For Greg the Hammer and my skull Gantz is good for me. <laughs> well, we're almost out of time. Steve, you didn't get to read one of these interview cards. You want to read one? Yeah, but he doesn't know who any of the guys are from the 80s. Well, pick a, pick a wrestler you'd like to do an impression of. Uh, God. Uh, yeah, take your time. It is, please. It God, is. there's no Brett, wrestlers Brett, I want to impersonate. I like all Surprise of them. Surprise us. Big John them. Stud. I don't, who the... F- <laughs> you mean Randy Orton's real dad? Oh, boy. Well, oh. how about Cowboy Bob Orton? Yeah. All that's important is that you sell it, no matter how you... You're it. nothing till you beat me. Then if you do, maybe you'll be something. That was natural butch read, everybody. That was. <laughs> and then it got a little hopeful at the there's end. There's only like, two interview if you cards do, left. If you we do beat do me, then it'll be face off against each other. I think it should be Hogan and Andre. But okay. it should be a, after a long, long night of drinking. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's get it on. And I'll show you who the better man is, dude. Bill Cosby. All right, it's a rest. WWF wrestling lesson. <laughs> Guys, you will never forget. That was probably the most realistic delivery of any of them. <laughs> that was fascinating. <laughs> uh, gentlemen and lady, we are out of time. Thank you for having me. Thanks to Meredith <laughs> yes, Spivey, lady. our producer. Thanks to uh, well, thanks to all our listeners. And please go on Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks and Twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks. Oh, Mark's out. I broke down again. Twitter.com slash cotton jokes. I'm doing Andre when he shows up in The Princess Bride when they make him that big monster and they roll him out on the wheelbarrow. Yeah, and they light That's him on the fire. Andre I'm doing. That's the Andre. You're going, you've gone through every progression of Andre's career. Yep. You've yep. done the evolution of Andre. Around. This is a deep, rich character you've developed. Also, yeah. check out comedypodcastnetwork.com and go to iTunes, subscribe to our show, rate and review. We really appreciate it. It helps us a lot, and we appreciate those of you who have done it for Curtain Jerks. I'm Mark Borzeka. I'm Steve C. I'm Scott Narberg. I'm Brecken L. And we'll talk to you next time. <laughs> oh. What do you want to hear us talk about? Let More us know. Optimistic. Really we'll sell you more stuff. Bye-bye. For more funny stuff for your eyes and ears, go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.